Hey, welcome to Chaos in the Attic. I'm your host, Noor. I'm here to share all things that go on in my head, from thoughts to my opinions on things that I feel should be talked about and things that are just not addressed at all. I know we all have thoughts that we feel are not discussed, and I'm here to hopefully express some of those thoughts that you're having. Thanks for tuning in, and now let's get chaotic. Hi, before we get into today's episode, this is just a brief disclaimer. Just because I say something in today's episode does not mean that they are my set in stone thoughts and opinions that are set for life. Just like you, I'm an ever-growing human and I'm ever-evolving and my thoughts can change on a day-to-day basis and at any time of my life. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Chaos in the Attic or welcome back to Chaos in the Attic. I hope this episode finds you happy, healthy, well, strong by all the love, magic, and wonders that life has to offer you. (laughs) Today is a cold and cloudy day and I am absolutely loving it. I'm like bundled up in a blanket and it just, it feels good. It feels good when there is like wind and sun and clouds like i just like the mesh of like all different types of weather all at once like you know when it's like snowing and then the sun is out and it's really bright like that is just beautiful to me like any type of like combination of weathers i absolutely love um i wanted to say that i've started reading this book called severance i don't know how to pronounce the word man but it's by Ling Ma, and maybe I'm just a little late on this book. It was published in 2018, and when I say this girl predicted the freaking pandemic more so than anything else that I've watched, seen, or read, it's so crazy. Like, I bet you she's probably just sitting down and, I mean in 2020 she's probably sitting down and like thinking and contemplating her whole life and thinking like what did I cause did I make this prediction what did I do did I foreshadow or do something to make this happen because the details of what she describes is so crazy okay like go read the book if you haven't read it I'll put it down in the show notes but basically it's a virus or it's a fungal so the difference is it's a fungal virus and it's like from spores of like bacteria and stuff like that that's how it spreads and it causes mental deterioration and basically makes you unable to function and just completely deteriorates you as a human and you're just not there so that's the difference um but it came from china and the way she describes like the whole pandemic she was saying how like in fashion like fashion shows started to like make gloves and like masks a thing with like the designer label on it and just like these like crazy little details that i'm just like oh my god what is going on here um but there's definitely more of a doomsday kind of vibe to it so like everyone ends up needing to like 
like everyone just dies most people die like there's a few survivors that are like going around and like trying to survive basically but yeah i would definitely read that i mean it's not the greatest book in terms of writing didn't i'm not fully enjoying it in terms of the writing style but in terms of the story i'm just very intrigued by it because yeah i'm just curious to see what happens and especially how it's gonna end just because of like the so on point prediction to it all and i like a lot of the deeper underlining meanings of like some things that happen in the book anyways um i don't know if i spoke about this in the previous episode but a couple of episodes ago i recorded the episode at a park and this park has become my safe haven my little spot where i just keep going back to and i'm absolutely loving it and it's just i don't know something about the place it just keeps drawing me back there and it's 4 11 i'm just gonna say this as i'm recording it because any number following 11 is like those are my numbers <laughs> anyways um yeah so as i was driving up there today I started to feel a little like dreading the drive, dreading being there. And I was really questioning why that was. And it occurred to me that when I'm there, it is really a space for me for healing. And knowing that I was going to be there to heal or going there and something was going to unravel within me, was making me feel like just turn back, like let's just not do it and being a little fearful and anxious about being there. And then that made me think about how anyone in the first place gets themselves to heal. Like how do people actually sit down to think about what like to think about their past traumas, to think about their life, to think about them, whatever they need to uncover in themselves and to be okay with sitting in that silence, to be okay with sitting with themselves. And yeah, I mean, for me, obviously this came up today, but I'm so used to it that I can get myself to go there and I can get myself to accept the science no matter how much anxiety comes from it and a lyric that comes to mind is what is it I think it's like one of daughter's songs smother and she says um what I can't remember what the exact lyric is but it's something about like in the oh in the darkness I'll meet my creators and that just makes me think of you know in the darkness in that silence in like those dark areas you find i mean this is not necessarily what she meant but like you find all of those hidden reasons and all of those yeah all of those hidden reasons as to why you feel that darkness and it just gives you so much meaning and so much understanding of yourself but again how do you even get to that place in the beginning how do you sit and say okay this is what i'm gonna do today or not even not even plan it but be okay with it and and not fear it because I think that the fear is what drives people away from going into those dark places to going into that healing and 
yeah as I was driving I was really thinking about this and then once I got to the place I started writing down of all the ways that I find myself able to go into those places to be in the silence and I think the first thing in just like any type of healing journey or any type of journey in itself of like wanting to be in a certain place or wanting to understand yourself is to just embrace that within yourself and to acknowledge that within yourself to admit that not not even to admit just yeah to acknowledge that yeah this is something that I want I want to understand whatever that trauma is that you're not wanting to go there or and sometimes maybe you don't even have to acknowledge it but just having it within you like having that understanding of it within yourself but I do think that some type of self-awareness is required and also some type of intention even if the intention is that you're too scared to go there and you don't want to go there but like you still have it in the back of your mind I think that is enough for sure to be able to like to take that first step and then something that I also became aware of today is allowing your body your mind your soul to literally take you where it wants to go like let your body be your guide if that silence and that and that like being alone is going into your bedroom or is it going to a specific spot is it going to wherever it's telling you to go just listen and follow it because there might be a reason that you're being guided into that specific place whether you know it or not and just following that I guess that intuition of being there and you don't have to even go there with a with the intention of healing you don't have to go there with the intention of just wanting to unravel your deepest darkest thoughts and memories it can just be like I'm going to this place and I'm gonna just spend some time here maybe that's sitting there and reading a book distracting yourself with without focusing in on your thoughts or focusing in on what's like being nudging you in a certain way maybe it's just listening to music whatever that thing is like that will just get you to be there in the first place if that's also again like if that's in your room and you're alone in your room and you don't like being alone start off simple start off by just like I said sitting alone and reading a book distracting yourself in some kind of way that is that is not like going to harm you (laughs) obviously and also just in whatever way makes you feel comfortable with being alone I think those that's like the most important thing is to make yourself be comfortable with being alone again doesn't matter if you're distracting yourself and if you're not sitting in silence but just to get your mind used to that because once you start practicing that then you'll feel more ready or more willing to start the next step and in the next step I think I would suggest personally something that I find to be very therapeutic is now that you've reached that place where you can be alone that you can be 
with your thoughts is to get out a piece of paper and write it all out. Write it all out. Everything that's coming up for you. And the reason why I say to write it all out is because you are still, still, in a sense, in distraction because you are physically now moving. You're physically putting pen to paper. You're just letting everything flow out of you. You're not actually just sitting and thinking. You're just kind of um, blurting everything out on paper and just like doing like a mind dump basically like these are all the thoughts I'm just putting it on paper I don't care about it like you're not really thinking about anything other than just like putting it all, all on paper you're not analyzing it you're not whatever these are just my thoughts and here they are that's exactly what it is you know whatever you feel about anything whatever is coming up for you, you just put it down all on that piece of paper and the reason why that's so important is because now that you have it all down, again, you're, you've acknowledged it even more. You've taken the step to acknowledge that those are the things that you're feeling. Those are, the, those are the things that are either calling you to the place, calling you to be in silence, call, calling you to be alone. Those are the things that come out when you are alone and the things that are, again, nudging you to bring out, call out of your body, call out of your system. And there's nothing, in my opinion, again, my opinion, that is more therapeutic than writing. Because when you're writing, there's just, I don't know what it is. But for me, like, I love writing. So when I'm able to put my thoughts into words, my feelings into words, because I don't know about anyone else, but when I think about a feeling... It's usually a sensation, like obviously, and an emotion is more of a sensation. But being able to like put a word, define those exact feelings, define those sensations and why I'm like where I'm feeling and how it is literally feeling in me, like with words, there's just something that just makes me understand it more, makes me understand how I'm feeling that way or why I'm feeling that way. And that's just, again, very personal. Some people might express that through drawing, through making some type of art, singing, whatever it is. Again, to you, just I would do whatever feels right to you in that moment, but to get it physically out there. That's just talking. If it's just talking to yourself out loud, then do that. If that is recording, making a voice recording of that speech, I would do that. If that is making a video of yourself and you're just looking at yourself in a video camera and just saying what you need to say, if that's doing some mirror therapy and looking in the mirror and saying all that you need to say, but just getting it somehow, like some way out there, out verbally or written, whatever it is to you again. Um, the next thing I would say is... To then, once you've established that, and when I'm saying these as steps, like you can be going over like one of these steps a billion times. Maybe it takes you 10 times to go to a specific space, to be in that silence, in your, to be on your own, and to be, maybe it is distracting yourself 10 times, listening to music 10 times they're there until you're finally ready to do that next step of like writing or whatever, expressing yourself in a other way 
But just know that it doesn't matter. It's in your own time. And it's until you feel comfortable within that certain step. Because a lot of people just say, you know, just sit in silence. And a lot of people can't do that because, again, it's scary to go there on your own. It's scary, especially if you are doing that on your own and you don't have any personal help, you don't have anyone else with you. If you don't have a support team, a therapist or whoever, a loved one to care for you in that way, it can feel very scary. But again, it can also, if you are in that position, you might even have more courage or more, more, I don't want like more, yeah, I guess more courage to go there because you're so used to being on your own. And funny enough, people who are a lot of the time on their own don't tend to even go into those deeper thoughts sometimes because they're so used to just being on their own and to doing things independently that those type of thoughts just kind of like, not that they slip their mind or that they're ignored, but it's just like, oh, that's like, I'll take care of that later or whatever, you know? Like, it's just another thing that's like in their headspace. It's not really something that is acknowledged and that it's not ignoring again it's just like more of like oh it's just there so that's just something if you are someone who is very used to being alone just knowing that just because you are a lot of the time alone doesn't mean you're going into those dark places it was darker that dark when I say dark place I just mean like that that headspace of like where you're all your trauma is stored and your darkest memories and just like anything that is causing you any type of hurt and sadness and anger, whatever those feelings are for you. Okay, so anyways, um, so the next thing I would say after that, once you've gotten comfortable with like expressing yourself on paper, expressing yourself in ways that you're still not fully just grasping the silence, is to then, over time, overdoing that hopefully you will reach a place where you will feel okay more okay with being in that science and that can be the most slowest practice ever that can be for a minute a minute of silence whatever whatever your time frame is for actually sitting in complete silence is going to be the biggest step forward to just really acknowledging all of that stored up stuff and that silence can look like you sitting and closing your eyes you sitting and opening your eyes letting the thoughts wander in no matter how scary it is to breathe and then to allow those thoughts to come in and this is the most important thing Take awareness of the environment around you. Taking awareness of the sounds that are around you, the smells, the the feelings, like is there wind, is the sun touching your skin? How is the environment touching you? And through that, you can start to identify with how those memories are touching you physically. Where are they coming up for you? Are they coming up in your chest? Are they coming up in your stomach? Are they in your head? Are they in your feet? And to everyone, it's so different. And even certain emotions and certain situations can come up in different parts of the body. And just let it, let it happen and just listen to it. 
as a curious observer, you don't even have to, again, you still don't need to question it, but just like, oh, I'm feeling a little sad and I feel that in my tummy or I'm feeling some anger and I'm feeling it in my throat and wherever you're feeling it, just like being like, oh, that's where I felt it. And the reason why we do this or why I think that this is important is because when you can find the area in which these stored memories or these that trauma is being stored, you can literally tackle it from other areas while you are tackling it from, from a more mental um, perspective, as well, mental place as well. So that's what I would suggest is the next thing is to just sit in science and be an observer of where your trauma is coming up in your body, where are you feeling it and acknowledging it. And then these are just, I don't even know if I'm, why I'm calling these steps. They're just like, I guess, ways to go about it or how to get yourself in that position in the first place to just dive into those, again, those darker areas. And once you've done all of like those steps, whatever, I don't know why I'm still calling it steps, but those, those parts, I guess they are steps in a sense, but yeah, anyways, um, letting the environment around you carry those thoughts and memories and literally dissolve them. And what I mean by that is when I said in the beginning, let your body take you wherever it needs to take you. Your body knows where it wants to heal. Your body knows what environment it needs in order to feel safe, in order to feel like protected. And I'm going to go back to my story earlier about me going back to the park. Now, this park that I go to is just surrounded by trees and it's high up on a mountain. So it's all like mountain view the sky just feels really close to you. And when I sat there and I acknowledged that, realized after time and time and time again of going there, feeling where my trauma was being stored, I felt it mainly in my heart space. I could immediately understand why my body was driving me to go up there. And I don't know if you know anything about chakra points, but the heart space is associated with the color green. And there was a reason why being surrounded by so much greenery and trees that felt so freaking healing. And obviously this just depends on different people and different situations and all of that. And you know, nature is healing, period. But um, like there are other things that I've gone through that I haven't been called to be in nature to heal from. I've been called to just either take a bath or just sit on a couch, like literally sit by a fireplace. Like there's so many different areas, but this specific thing was just kept bringing me back to the park. So allowing the park letting that just literally take my trauma let it seep through my body go into the ground and let the earth take it away so allowing the space that you're in to just fully dissolve those 
emotions and those feelings. And this takes a lot of time. This takes a lot of practice and it takes a lot of patience as well because you're like, oh, I, I, let it, I let it take it away. I let it deal with it. It's not about it letting the earth or letting the space deal with it for you. It's just allowing the, the healing to take place. And the more you do it, the more you go to those places, the more you unlock that and the more you unravel it and the more it starts to actually flow out of you and you don't feel the need to just constantly go back there and feel that heaviness from that event or from the whatever you're trying to heal from. (sighs) Healing is a really long and tiring process and you know something that I will say is that some people say oh you you don't you just there's two there are two camps of people either the people say that once you're healed you're you heal and like you just need to go through the healing process once other people say healing is a constant process and I'm part I guess more so in the middle where I do believe that you can heal from something and I do believe that it's a it's an ongoing process in a sense where it doesn't mean that healing just stops your life. You continue living and through living, you're constantly healing through putting yourself in other different situations, through engaging with the world, through all of just you being you and you living. That is all part of the healing. And it's just not you don't always need to put I guess your attention on it so much because with that time and with that those little increments of you actually sitting with yourself in science those all add up and eventually you feel a lot better and eventually life looks a lot better and those memories become a lot lighter those trap traumas become a lot lighter And it doesn't just all go away, like you probably will think about it here and there, but the way you'll approach it will be so much different. And that is how you know that you've reached a healthier place with it or a more understanding and more loving place with it. And that's the point of it all is to be more loving with yourself. And I talk a lot about loving yourself and like self-love and all that because I think that's what everything always comes down to. I think everything is love and just giving yourself that grace, giving yourself that time, giving yourself all of that, (laughs) that is love and that is the most powerful way to heal. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter where or how you do your healing as long as that intention is there and that you are just going about it in a way that feels good to you. Like maybe nothing that I said here feels good to you at all. And then just don't do it. Like do what feels good to you. But in saying all of that, please do it with so much care because you know, some traumas, some dark places are really, really dark and can just further traumatize us and can further make us fearful. So do it in a way that is easy for your heart, easy for your soul, because 
maybe you've already gone through so much and you just don't need to be putting yourself back there in such a heavy way so fast. But in saying that, again, (laughs) just making sure that you are acknowledging it and making sure that you're not just ignoring it because there's a huge difference with saying that, oh, I'm okay and not actually being okay and you saying that I'm okay and actually being okay. Very, very big difference because, you know, okay is used a lot and saying that that doesn't bother you is used a lot too. So you only know yourself enough to know what truly is needing that care for. And also don't fool yourself. (laughs) Don't fool yourself and don't let your your fear or your anxiety trick you into not going into those places because that is very tempting. It's very tempting to just be like, okay, I'm going to ignore this. And the only thing that that is doing is prolonging your healing process and prolonging that stuff that's just weighing you down that you don't need anymore. You don't need, you don't need to feel so anxious about or sad about or hurt about or angry about like obviously whatever you've been through you deserve to feel all that you feel for but I just mean that you don't need to carry that forever with you your whatever you've gone through is valid whatever you've gone through and you felt is all valid and true so free yourself from it because you are so powerful and you are so magical and you are so much deserve you're deserving of so much more than all the disgusting or uh, sad and hurtful and annoying and i don't know things that have happened to you so yeah i hope that was somewhat helpful i hope that can direct you in some type of way towards how to get into that silence how to get into that zone of just being with you and yeah, I don't know. Let me know if this was helpful. I mean, truly, please do because I always want to know if what I give out there is helpful in some way because if it's not, then that's just sad. But I mean, I feel like everyone can get something out of everything. So anyways, let's leave off with a little tip. And my tip for you this week is... You know, I'm actually considering not doing the tips anymore because I feel like I always forget about what I was going to say. But anyways, my tip for you this week is, and I think these are going to be more so of my tips, is to just listen to your body right now. Listen to whatever came up for you if you've listened through this to, to this all. And if there is one thing that just sprung up in your head like this is a place where I want to go or this is what I want to do right now whatever that is just listen to it and go for it and do it and I hope that it did bring something like that up for you and I hope that it did spark you in some direction but yeah um, if you found anything useful in this episode anything that you feel like could be helpful to someone else then please share it with them share it on your stories, share it with me, let me know what was good to you, what was not good to you, and subscribe, follow this podcast, because it truly, truly, truly does support me in more ways than you could ever know, Um, rate this podcast, and leave a review, I would love to hear your thoughts on 
how I can make these podcasts more entertaining, more useful, and, you know, just whatever your thoughts are on the podcast in general. And lastly, if you are looking for any type of personal help in whatever health healing journey you are on, then please, 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 please reach out to me. All my information is always linked in the show notes. And I said this before, but each healing journey and each health journey is so individual. It all comes down to you as a unique person. We're all so different. And what composes your body from your your astrological, why can't I pronounce the word right now? Astrological place in time, your birth time, your environment that you grew up with, your literal just your own experiences in life everything makes us so different and i would love to work with you on how to best get to a healthy state of mind a healthy state physically mentally emotionally soulfully so you can be that most vibrant self that you are because you are radiant and you are so worthy of all the good in the world and always and deserving of all the magical stuff and yeah well with that i hope this was good for you to hear and helped you in some sort of way and thank you to your precious ears for listening and goodbye